I will start this homily as I start every homily or sermon that I am privileged to give with gratitude. Any time that I have words to say and there are ears to listen, I am very grateful. So thank you for coming out this morning or being online and listening. Uh, I am very grateful for you all presence here. And if you're wondering what the difference is between a homily and a sermon, it's about 10 minutes. So kids, I had y'all in mind because I know it is hard to sit through too long in a Sunday service. And I'm, uh, so it'll go fast, I promise. I have found myself thinking a lot about this time in which we find ourselves. It's a good and regular practice I have to ground myself in the present moment. And this moment seems especially poignant for a few reasons. We are coming out of the COVID-19 pandemic, a wholly disruptive experience for everyone in one way or another. Right now, things are shifting towards a new era, a time, has, a time that has been informed for us uniquely by the fear of the last few years by connection to the rest of the globe through this semi-shared experience, where we each have had different experiences over the pandemic, and by a heightened experience of isolation. Isolation is a word I've been ruminating, ruminating on and letting roll over my mind, my heart, and my tongue. I find myself reflecting on all the different ways in which we have been kept apart from one another, even before the pandemic, like the self-checkout line at the grocery store and the waiting rooms where it is far more common to see people on their phones rather than engaging in conversation with one another. Many of us don't experience friendships with people outside of liking their posts on social media or adding a care emoji when something especially pulls on our heartstrings. I think about the toll booths, which are automated, and the way we order takeout these days, online, no longer over the phone, contactless, and often through a third-party uh, delivery system like DoorDash or Uber Eats. Anyone use those ever? It's a little expensive sometimes. <laughs> which that all of that even further removes us from any connection to the people and the process of getting our meal. How often do we stop and think about where our food comes from, the people who created it, the farmers who grew our vegetables, the ships and the ship, the ship people on the, on the ships, manning them to bring the fruit over from their tropical origins. These things haven't just kept us apart from each other, but from the reality of how we receive, give, and are with the world and the people and things in it, including ourselves. Right now, there is a very strong need and a very big market for entertainment. And the entertainment need for entertainment is incredible. Screen time for kids and grown-ups alike only further promotes the desire for instant gratification. I, I hate going to the bathroom without my phone, to do the latest Wordle game or to scroll through TikTok videos. And maybe, maybe you're not like me, 
Maybe you haven't been swept up in the need to check your phone while waiting at a red light. Maybe you're not even on any social media sites. Maybe you don't feel the need to be drawn into some entertaining reality that keeps you from actually intentionally being in the present moment. We are in fact all different, but I cannot help but see this isolation growing through our abilities to be entertained with our entertainment of choice whenever and wherever we want. In a recent poll from Vox.com, 30% of millennials say they feel lonely. 22% in the poll say they had zero friends. 27% they said they had no close friends. 30% said they had no best friends. And 25% said they had no acquaintances. Acquaintances. Millennials, those of us who have children are raising them in an environment, especially in Northern Virginia, which is go, go, go. Our children have the opportunities to partake in any of the extracurriculars that are available here to us. Sports, music, dance, you name it. It's an option and it's a good option. We are lucky to have these things. But we are so busy with our schedules that intentional connections are hard to make and to keep. Teenagers are struggling with significant mental health issues. According to an article in the New York Times, diminished are the threats of teenage pregnancy and drunk driving and exponentially increased are the instances of self-harm and suicide. Our young people are lonelier and more isolated even from before the pandemic than any other generation has ever been before. Luckily, older generations are doing better than millennials and younger. And there is evidence to suggest from meta-analysis, which is the study of studies, that it is a trend to feel loneliness in our younger years and to have those feelings subside as we enter middle age. Thank goodness. <laughs> um, and it will slightly increase again in our golden years. But the numbers have so drastically increased for our young people that it isn't something we can ignore. We have access to so much information and misinformation. Technology has connected cultures across the world and we are learning from each other in new and awesome ways. Theology, y'all. <laughs> Theology has moved in a great direction from all of the interactions from others from around the world that which we could only do through the use of new and cool technology. But there's something isolating and knowing so much and yet still only existing in our corporal bodies with only two eyes with which to experience this world. And the pandemic isolated us in the realest ways possible. And we emerged from a pretty long lasting lockdown scenario. Thank God we are no longer in a lockdown scenario. People in China are no longer uh, are suffering in ways that we have not had to deal with because of their government keeping them in lockdown. We have been functioning, though, with social distancing, masking, and other precautions. In the summer of 2020, my family and I would go to our community pool, but we kept away from everyone. 
On one particular day, I watched my daughter start to swim up to a potential new friend and remembered that she shouldn't get close and swam back away. My heart broke watching my children suffer through this unique and self-regulated form of isolation. The desire to be close, to connect with others is innate, but we have kept ourselves away as an intentional practice through these last few strange years. And it's not like it was without reason. Germs are real and keeping ourselves healthy is important. One thing people talked about during the pandemic that I kept pushing out of my ears was the horrible effect this would have on our children's mental health and social well-being. I kept pushing it away because I felt I had no choice. I had the ability to stay home with my kids. I could just be with them, keep us safe. I could, so I would. Sound familiar? I knew that this would affect their mental health and social well-being. It was certainly affecting mine and my husband's. There were those, however, who held their social well-being and mental health at a higher level than their fear of COVID. These people were the ones I felt in opposition to. The virus was novel. We were being told not to worry about it and that we're, it would just go away. Then things changed. Stories of the dying were everywhere, dying alone. Our leadership kept messing up. Sometimes I think the whole thing was a fever dream, but it wasn't. And it absolutely took a, whole, a toll on my whole family's mental health and social well-being, as it did for so many others. But right now, we can take this damage we've suffered in our souls, in our social and emotional health, and heal it with connection. It is time we lead ourselves into the well. Ours is not a passive faith. Our UU faith is not built upon one theological understanding of things, not upon salvation or everlasting life. We are not held together by the law, but on the fact that this world we live in here comes with challenges and that we have to deal with them. A truth which we share with other world religions. The first noble truth in Buddhism is that life is suffering. An enormous message that came out of Jesus's ministry is that there will be liberation for those who are oppressed, for those who are suffering. In Luke 6.20, after masses had gathered to be healed by Jesus, he said to them, blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry now, for you will be filled. Blessed are you who weep, you will laugh. Religions are built around the fact that life is hard and that there is hope in one way, shape, or form. Loneliness, isolation, hopelessness, we can heal these things by seeing one another, by seeing ourselves, and by seeing the world and the communities around us. Spend some time with yourself. Speak kindly and gently to yourself. 
Take moments to be in silence with your own thoughts and cultivate a relationship with yourself. Spend time with others. Speak kindly and gently to them. Take moments to be in conversation, listening with open ears and a caring heart and cultivate relationships with friends, old and new. Spend time in nature. Breathe great, big, deep breaths of fresh air. Walk kindly and gently through winding paths cluttered with fallen leaves. Take in the beauty and wonder of all that is unknown to you and cultivate a relationship with the mystery of the universe. This is important work. Don't relegate it to the bottom of your list. It is precious to be in honest community. It is our job here, our duty as a church community in these walls through this online format and definitely in new ways we have yet to figure out yet to reach people, to connect to each other, to take this loneliness and intentionally wrap it up with loving arms and give it a gentle kiss on the forehead and tell it it isn't alone anymore. We are not fated to have to live the way we used to before the pandemic. We can intentionally bring ourselves into connected existence where we see each other, ourselves and the world and say with certainty, I see you, you matter to me. And if we're listening, we might just hear the same thing whispered back.